What's up, Internet? You're tuned in episode 61 of the podcast. I'm your host, Peter and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friend, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello. And Daddy's gone out for cigarettes again, so we've got our fun Animal Crossing Uncle Chewy in the house. What's up, my friend? Hey, how's it going? I'm excited to be here. Uh, we're excited to have you here. This a, could not be a better episode for you to be here because it is all Animal Crossing this week on the show. Uh, we had that direct. It was weighty. There was tons of information, even more on the website. We're going to dig into it. We've got a huge, huge amount of mail this week. So uh, <laughs> let's just jump right into it. Um, but sorry, actually, I guess I should say before we jump right into it. Allow me to shill for the show for a second here and say, if this is your first time joining us here on the podcast, thank you. Hello. Welcome. Uh, if you're a regular listener, we hope you'll show your support by giving us a like on your audio platform of choice and uh, subscribing wherever you go ahead and get your podcasts. If there's a place you'd like us to be and we're not, let us know and we'll get there. Uh, if you want to get more content from Lupots all around the web, you can visit us at Lupots.com where we've got our news and reviews. Uh, we've got our YouTube channel. We've got our Twitch channel. Anywhere that people are making media about video games. You can bet that we're there. Uh, you can also go join our Discord, where we've got a thriving community of potsheads just like you, who are in there uh, talking about Nintendo. Chewie's a member. Steve and I are in there all the time. Um, so yeah, come and uh, come and join us. Talk to us about Animal Crossing. We got a brand new Animal Crossing only channel. So if you want to, uh, if you're a first time listener and you want to go connect with some more Animal Crossing people, uh, we're there for you. And um, last but not least, if you want to go above and beyond to show your support for the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash and support us um, however you can. But if you get us at the $5 level, you'll get access to our patron-exclusive show, After Dark, which is a show where Steve and I talk about everything from bears to boyfriends. So go check it out. Um, I'm, I'm actually proud of that. That was a good segue. Uh, so <laughs> let's, let's – uh, yeah. All right. So now let's talk about what we're playing this week. Uh, <laughs> Chewie, you're our guest – what have you been playing? Um, there, I, I wrote down a couple here, but there's one I'm switching back and forth from. Um, but the main thing I'm playing currently is Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I always what love. is up? <laughs> I always love hearing you talk about it, so it's been fun. Um, so I, I'm behind on that game. I take it very slowly, and it's because I play a very, I guess, classic Fire Emblem style where I keep permadeath on, I don't reset if people die, and so, like, I'm not very far, but my hours wouldn't say that, um, because I'm only okay. on chapter 9, like, this is my first run through. Oh my gosh. I'm on chapter 9, and I'm 53 hours deep in this game. <laughs> oh my god, you have so much left. Just use just use the, the time thing. <laughs> just use the rewind. Yeah, no, I have to just, I, I try to be careful about where my units go, because I know they're just going to die forever, and I have to live with that. I respect it, but geez, 53 <laughs> hours, you're only on chapter nine. You got so much. Is Have you even gotten to the... Uh, the time skip? No. The jump? No. No? And, uh, honestly, oh I have somehow not gotten that spoiled for me yet. <laughs> Anytime it, I feel the conversation's getting close to that, I bail, I disappear, and then I reappear, <laughs> I reappear a little bit later and say, hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> well, all right. I won't I won't spoil anything for you. I'm glad you're... Which house are you again? Uh, Black Eagles. Oh, Black Eagles. <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I like them so far. It's a, an, an interesting house for sure. Yeah, they're definitely um, the most authoritarian of the three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think you should play it because you kind of get a different perspective about it. 
That's what people tell me. Yeah, I know. I'll have to. I, one one of these days, I'll get around to it. I. It's so funny because uh, my my partner Sarah is uh, she has my copy and she's now on her third playthrough. So eventually she'll run out of houses to play and she'll have to give me my cart back and I'll be able to play it again. <laughs> They're just going to keep adding new ones in DLC for her. They're just going to keep adding them. Yeah. There's going to be a fifth house pretty soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, outside of that, I'm also, I recently started playing Animal Crossing New Leaf again. I'm doing like a streaming series on my YouTube where I play every day until New Horizons comes out just to get the last month of New Leaf and give give that game a proper goodbye because I'm never going to touch it again after this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where is that YouTube channel? Uh, that is Chewy Plays Nintendo. There you go. Check it out. <laughs> what about you, Steve? What have you been playing? Uh, so I've been playing a bit of Broken Sword 5. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere. I saw it on the eShop sale um, for like a tanner, I think. I decided to pick it up. It, I've played it through before. It's one of my favorite um, game series. It's like a point-and-click adventure series. Started out on okay. PC. Um, and you play this this guy who works for an insurance company called George Stobart. And he's... Um, He's been at a gallery opening, and his his company's like insured one of the paintings, um, and then there's a robbery which, unfortunately, turned into like a murder. The gallery owner got shot, and the painting got stolen, and it's kind of his job to kind of unravel the mystery as to was the gallery owner in on it, who who did it, um, things like that. And there's also um, his friend Nico, who you also play uh, a little bit of. She's a journalist. Um, and so she kind of comes in and she's like taking her angle on it as a journalist to, to go through and it's like a story game. Um, so I'm working my way through that. It plays really well on Switch. It's got full touch screen controls. Um, if you haven't played it before and you like the Broken Sword series, or even if you've never been in, into the Broken Sword series before, I think you can kind of pick this one up and just jump in. Um, it, it is a kind of a standalone game does kind of reference the previous games, but you can still kind of get a gist as to what's going on. Um, and I've also been playing some of The Witcher 3 now that the new patch came out. Um, I haven't had the chance to try out the cross-save stuff yet. I would like to at some point, um, but they've added a ton of graphical options in there. Um, so I went Have you like, found them? Uh, amazing. So I turned off um, Bloom, Motion Blur, a ton of other post-processing effects ton of anti-aliasing bumped up the sharpness performance seems to be better than it was so there was moments when it kind of had a little bit of slowdown before but the main thing is with the anti-aliasing turn off it doesn't look like a blurry mess in places you, you, <laughs> yeah you've got some jagged edges but at least there's a little bit more crisp and there's a bit more definition to it which is which is nice so i've been playing awesome. a little bit more of that tonight which has been good very cool yeah i haven't i haven't really touched it much this week i've just been kind of playing uh, outer worlds so um, not too much new report on my end there, but I'm excited to check out that new patch and the whole PC tie-in. Like, is a very exciting prospect. Yeah, so I think it's really it's the second game that has cross save with PC. Yeah, um, that and um, it was the one Divinity. that you wanted to play. Divinity Original Sin. Divinity too. Original Sin too. Yeah. Um, so you, if you've got the Steam version or the uh, GOG version of the game. Um, you can cross save now and you can, I think you can pick up the save so if you had a existing one on the PC you can now pick that up on yes. Switch and vice versa you can um, sync it back the other way uh, which is which great which is awesome yeah it's, it's what's really needed I think because a lot of people kind of uh, got into it a little bit and don't want to start from scratch and being able to just pick up where you left off I think it's going to encourage a lot of people to pick this game from Switch especially as it's like 
a third off at the moment in the blockbuster sale on the eShop in in Europe. Um, so you can pick it up for like thirty quid. It's definitely worth it. All right, so uh, I, I like I said, I didn't really play anything new this week, but I did want to actually plug something ridiculous, which is, have you guys heard of this Animal Crossing music app, uh, Google Chrome plugin? No. <laughs> I'm sure you have, yes. Julie. Uh, so there's this plugin on Chrome that uh, I downloaded this week, and I'm obsessed with it. It's, uh, it's called Animal Crossing Music, and <clears throat> you can... You have, like, a bunch of these different, um, like, toggles that you can set up. So you can choose, like, which game you play the music from. You can set your, um, your what is it, like, your zip code and, like, sync the weather with where you live. Oh, my God. So that, like, you can have it actually play the music that would be playing at every time, depending on what the weather would be. And then there's also uh, the town tune thing where you can, like, set your town tune to play every hour on the hour, whether you're playing music or not. And it's it's awesome. It's just such a great thing. And I, I saw it making the rounds on Twitter and stuff this week quite a bit. But I just wanted to give a shout out to any of our audience who might not have heard of it because uh, I am thoroughly enjoying it. It's made it way easier to listen to Animal Crossing music while I work. Yeah, it, it's it's funny because it's a plugin that's been around for a while, but I think it's getting a lot of attention because it updated. I think two mm-hmm. weeks ago or so, um, I got a bit of an alert that it had been updated, and I needed to. I don't know what it told me to do, but essentially they added all of that stuff. The zip oh, code that's all thing recent? where you could sync your weather. Cool. Yeah, this is all recent. So before it basically just had the hourly music and choosing which game that it played. And then there was the KK Slider music option on Saturday nights. But outside of that, like everything else is all brand new to it. Yeah, I love that too. I have the KK Slider thing turned on. So on Saturdays from 8 p.m. to 12, it plays KK songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's it's great. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And it's, its features are pretty robust. So, uh, yeah, check it out. All right, so let's jump into the news. Who am I kidding? There's only one thing we're talking about. It's the Animal Crossing Direct. Let's do this. All right, so <laughs> I don't I don't want to just, like, recap the whole Direct. I think it's safe to assume that if you're listening to this episode, if you're excited about Animal Crossing, you've watched it for yourself. You've seen most of the announcements. So I just want to get into the meat of it and really just talk about what we thought about the Direct and, you know... Where, where we're at in terms of excitement for the game right now. So, uh, Chewy, again, as our guest, as resident Animal Crossing expert, what did you think of this <laughs> Direct? I spent the whole time just freaking out about everything. <laughs> because it this game, I've, I felt that it looked great before, but now just seeing everything just much more built out, seeing an island that's far more developed than all of the previous mm-hmm. footage that we saw, that's all I was really looking for but then they just threw surprise upon surprise after that so there were just like features that i would have dreamt of but didn't think would happen things like the terraforming oh my god building up different yeah being able to build up your cliffs or make rivers just whatever way you wanted that was i it blew my mind specifically Um, when a waterfall appeared after that terraforming, that yeah. my mind was blown. <laughs> I was like, wow, you you really have total control over this whole thing, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it's insane to see because, um, I don't know, uh, people just kept comparing it to Minecraft. And I'm like, yeah, but it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like people comparing um, it to Minecraft, like that's not a good thing is kind of silly. It's like, you know, games should learn from other games. 
you know? And I, I feel like mm-hmm. this was a unexpected but natural direction for Animal Crossing to move, considering, like, how much control it gave you over the town in New Leaf. Like, how do you take that to the next level? It's this. It's getting to control the whole layout, you know, in, like, a way more hands-on way. Yeah, you do you do see it progress a lot throughout the series, especially since New Leaf. Like, you know, they gave us the basic kind of build a public works project thing. But even with the next game following that, Happy Home Designer, they were already playing with putting items outside and making more of a design around your home versus mm-hmm. just in it. And so, yeah, it's crazy to see just how... It, a lot of the experiments from the spin-offs are actually making their way into this game. I thought it was nice they specifically called it out further into the um, the presentation that you can kind of all of that's optional though. You can just go and you can just like play the game as you kind of would have before. You don't have to terraform and do all of this stuff that that's kind of new to the game. But I think most people will will dig in um, deep with that stuff. I know I will. <laughs> Yeah, and it's the kind of thing where I don't know, like, how deep I'll go with it in terms of, like, really customizing the layout, but, like, I know every Animal Crossing town I've ever had, there's been something where I'm like, God, I wish I could just put this here. Yeah, do a little shortcut through to this area, yeah. Yeah, or, like, oh, I, like, the when they showed off the whole ladder situation, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, finally. You know, like. Little things like that that are – I feel like the thing that stood out the most to me about this and the things we've seen about this game in general are just how, how like, focus on quality of life changes it is. You know, like, I I think um, you said – oh, excuse me. Uh, You said it really well, Chewy, when you said that there's all these things that I would have wished for, I would have put on a wish list, but been like, oh, this will never happen. And – I feel like all of them mm-hmm. are are here for the most part. Like I can't think of too many things at, at all, really, that I'm like still here itching for. It's like, oh wow, this really feels like it's a lot of meaningful innovation for a formula that you know, like it makes sense that there's not an Animal Crossing game more often because how much can you really like build on the formula without making it feel like stagnant? You know, like, because I feel like that's what happened with The Sims when they were really, really like the hammering out the expansions. Right. And it's like, okay, enough. Right. Like now we're hungry for it. And it's this major leap forward from what we had before. I I think it's one of those games like Smash and like Mario Kart that you only really need one per generation of a console. And as Mm -hmm. long as they nail it, you can and they don't do a uh, Amiibo festival, then you can get away with with just having one version (laughs) of, of Animal Crossing. Yeah. 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 And I always point out like the the gameplay loops vary based on the real time clock. And so they really intend the game to be mm-hmm. one that sticks around for a year, maybe two. For a lot of people, it's months, but at least the crowd I hang out with, they're playing it for years. Um, so it's it's hard to put out a game like that every year because it's just like it's not meant to be right. put out every year. It's meant to be enjoyed for a long exactly. period of time. And um, yeah, I, and I think the the reveal that the fact that they're gonna like do free updates, you know, seemingly mm. continually is something that I think is another, you know, and I, I, we have some questions about that that we'll dive into, but I, I think that's another great like natural evolution for what Animal Crossing is and what gaming is right now, you know, in terms of how do you keep a game like a Smash or a Mario Kart or an Animal Crossing alive 
over the course of a generation. It's like support it, you know, and Animal Crossing's perfect for that. Well, I think they learned a lot from Splatoon. Um, it's got the same director on the games, I believe. I think it's the Splatoon 2's director is also directing um, Animal Crossing. I didn't realize that. That's cool. Um, so I would imagine a lot of the, the things they learned from drip feeding new content, adding new, like in Splatoon, for example, it's adding new weapons and adding new gear, adding new items, adding new characters, things like that, continually adding that to Animal Crossing, keeping it fresh will, will probably be something that they continue to do it for at least a, a year or probably more. Yeah, I want to say that's Nogami. I'm not sure if he's the director or producer. Oh, he's the producer, I, yeah, I feel he is, right. Im- yeah, he but he did direct a, a couple of the games. I think he was the Wild World director and City Folk director. Oof, City Folk, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know the worst yeah, game. The, in the literally series. the only bad um, game in the series. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's got a big history with it, and I think that, that's the other thing I really appreciate about this game because, like you were saying, they run the risk of going stagnant, and City Folk was the number one culprit of that where it wasn't really too big of an update from the previous game and so it got overlooked and then a lot of people just weren't interested in it but now it seems like ever since then they've really pushed the game and into different places like new leaf did so many new things and new horizons is just taking that and going even further so it's really exciting to see so just to clarify um nagami is yeah the producer and he was the producer of like the last several he's been the he was the director of city folk he's the producer of new horizons and he was the producer on oh he had a special thanks on new leaf okay but he was also a producer for splatoon and splatoon 2 and he worked on a bunch of the he worked on all the wii u stuff in the middle as well so yeah he's definitely got a, a history with the the series and then the director is aya kiyogoku yeah. Yeah, Aya Kyogoku. Fun history with her. She was the first female director really? at Nintendo. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I guess was that on New Leaf? Yeah, yeah New Leaf. She was it, it was co-directed. Um a little bit of yeah, a duo with, uh, team there. Zao but... Moro. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um all right, so and then aside from the direct, there was a bunch of information that cropped up over on animal-crossing.com on like the new horizon section. We got like the full website and then there was three tabs worth of new stuff that wasn't <laughs> in the direct. Steve, have you seen any of this? I I haven't, but I've been re- I was reading through the press release. Um I didn't get a chance to check over the the actual website yet. Um Take a look at the uh the link in the doc. Okay, we'll do. So, Chewy, what what are the highlights here? Take us through them. I'd say the most notable is you get a tour of that beautiful museum. Gorgeous museum. <laughs> People were it, – it is amazing. I think that was like the highlight of my reaction <laughs> this morning. I just was blown away by how good it is. So you do get an extended look at that. That's pretty nice. Um, and then – I. I the other thing that interested me, it's a small thing if you don't know the game, but it's a huge thing if you do. They showed this slot, the an inventory slot that was double the size of what we'd seen, um, I guess, in all of the footage. So inventory space has always yeah. been a struggle in Animal Crossing. And to see it go from even 15 to 20, like we'd been seeing it, but... 
seeing that go from 20 to 40, it's just like, I can carry everything. Yeah, that's going to make a, a <laughs> world of difference. Plus, the fact that like the house has yeah, its own so. storage was something else where I was like, thank God. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was really wondering where that went because it didn't really no. show so much as it just said, here's some storage. You can put this, uh, put a bunch of things in it. But how do you access it again? There's a lot of questions sure. there for that. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure I'm sure we'll have answers there in time. Uh, so anything else mm-hmm. that was like a real standout for you there? Um, I guess those were the two things that I really liked seeing. Outside of that, like it's full of little videos that you can there's see. Um, and then there's tons of screenshots as yeah. well. So everything is just looking all bright and pretty. But it's funny because I look at this site on the daily. So yesterday it looked nothing right. like this. It was <laughs> a lot more bare bones for sure. <laughs> all right. So yeah, that that kind of... Oh no, Steve, did you want to jump in? Yeah, what do you guys ahead, think Clint. of the the Nook link and being able to bring over things using the mobile app from um, previous games? You're scanning like just the that QR as a feature? Mm. Yeah. I was surprised that they actually finally added some content that wasn't just um, Splatoon to the Nintendo, <laughs> the Nintendo app. app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I wish that it didn't have anything to do with the Nintendo Online app because the Nintendo Online app is awful. I tell you what, um, though, it's nice that you don't have to pay for an additional service like Pokemon Home in order to bring your content over from a previous game. It sure is, Steve. It sure is. So beggars can't be choosers, <laughs> and it's kind of cool how you can use that to do like in-text chat or voice chat in game. Yeah. Like again, it's annoying that you have to do it that way, but at least for the text and stuff, that's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked because I am terrible at art, you know, but <laughs> I sure can scan a QR code. So it's a lot easier than the old days when I used to have to like pull up someone's pattern and like do it by hand and just like copy it, you know? Um, and so, I'd yeah, imagine, Chewie, you'll probably know there must be websites where people share the their patterns and oh. designs and things. Oh, yeah. I Back when New Leaf was out, I was all over just a bunch of Tumblr blogs that had QR codes. So there's just like backlogs and backlogs of QR codes that you can scan today. Unfortunately, there's one that I have not been able to track down. It is this really cute yellow llama sweater. (laughs) It has a llama on it. And when I walk, it looks like the llama's walking. But I cannot find the QR code for that one because that would be the first thing I would scan in to be honest. Um, But as far as like what I feel with the app, I might be one of the only people who still uses it because I play Splatoon Mm. pretty regularly. Um, I used to play competitively. I was on a team for a long time. Um, So I like to track my stats and everything through it. So I click on that thing probably almost daily. So it's kind of a habit. So for you, this is perfect. Um, yeah, no, I was stoked about it. I was really surprised. Um, well, well, I was really glad because I guess from the Animal Crossing fandom, we were all wondering, like, how do you yeah. share patterns? So there's a big uh, community of people who like creating patterns and sharing them online and just, you know, getting them out there. So it, people were worried, like, the Switch doesn't have a camera. So our phone was the next best option to be able to get those things in there. Um, and then outside of that, like I was, the big surprise to me was just that we're going to be able to pull from all of those previous yeah, patterns. Thank as God. Well. Right. I mean, um, it's a huge library. Years of and years yeah, of content. There's, yeah. 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 And there's so many things in there. Like I have tons of QR codes saved, what, be it like, uh, 
you've seen Scott Pilgrim. I have his like bass rock band That's t-shirt. Cool. I gotta have that in the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are a bunch of really awesome designs that people made that I don't have to yep. make myself. Because I, it, it just wouldn't come out as good. You know what? We should set up a channel on the Discord that's just for patterns. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're gonna have to do yeah. that. People find some really cool. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make that <laughs> and right. put them out there. Well, maybe not right now. I guess because the game's not out. But day one, day one. <laughs> yeah, or whatever day that app actually goes live, because it's apparently not Fair gonna enough. go live day of. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it's gonna be it's gonna be before the end of March. I have a feeling it'll be ready for launch. I think they're probably just yeah. being on the Cautious. safe side. Yeah, uh, it says only, March twenty twenty, so yeah. we'll, we'll get it. Yeah. Soon. The the only other question I have <laughs> at the moment about the game, and it relates to the save. So I don't know if you want to, the save system. So I don't know if you want to save it for the kind of cloud backup thing that we're going to be talking about at some point. I know we have a question. Oh yeah, about. I mean we could we could talk about that now. Um, like that's. You know, that was one of the other big things that came out after the fact, right? So let's talk about that. For me, the big question, I, I, I'm fine now that I know there's a way that if I buy another console, I can move it. That's, yeah. That was my biggest issue. Um, but I Same. I kind of want to know how this one save or one island for the whole console thing works. I mean, is that an optional thing? Does it have to be one island that everyone lives on? Or can people choose their own? Do either of you know the answer to that? Yes. Um, um, so, you're, wait, so, you're, so I'm sorry. Just to clarify your question, you're saying that, like, the whole, like, how does the whole one island, one switch thing work? Yeah. So, so say I wanted my own island and my partner wanted their own island. You would need two switches and I you need would two each switches. your own copy of the game. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, a yeah. lot of people are unhappy about. I am for very sure. unhappy about that. Yeah, <laughs> which is totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I got into it with somebody on Twitter about it earlier because they were like misunderstanding and they were like accusing me of being a fanboy and defending it. I'm like, I'm not defending this. Like, it's a terrible concept. <laughs> like, it's just, it is what it is, you know? Like, I'm fine if that's an optional thing. Like, yeah, make an island that I can share with. You know, I can do that in Stardew Valley. I can have a farm that I can share with yeah. other people. And, and I'm, I am I like that. But there's going to be times when I want my own private island and there's going to be times when I want like a communal island where I invite other people on. And yeah, I, I don't I don't want to put my switch down, have my partner pick it up and play on their profile and then I come back and the island's completely changed and it's not what I wanted it to look like or how I wanted it to be. But I have yeah. no say in that because it's a shared island. And in their like concept that they showed, it was eight people and it was the whole family that were sharing it. I can only imagine the kind of mayhem that that would cause if... Like your kid comes in and moves <laughs> some bridges around or terraforms around your house to make it so you've got a moat around you. It could it could cause some some issues. I I think I'm gonna build a moat around my house now. Actually, that's a great yeah. idea. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm revoking best friend status whenever you come to my island. Now you're not gonna be. Wow, I'm not gonna do it to yours. I was gonna do it to mine because it would be cool. That's harsh. I thought we were best friends. I guess. I guess. I guess. Chu, do you want to be best friends? Awesome. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Bye, Steve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I I think that the entire thing is, like, it, it's it's just weird. It's one of those weird Nintendo things. It's the same reaction I had when they said this, uh, this said it about Pokemon, where it's I think it's clearly something that exists to 
you know, like limit the way that players can like abuse the game. But like, so what? You know, like I don't, I don't see how, I don't see how there's any benefit to that except for the idea that like Nintendo is trying to strong arm you and leverage Animal Crossing to make you buy another, another Switch. Switch. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that that's kind of like a tinfoily. Like I, I don't I don't know that I believe that that's the exact reasoning where they're like this is how we're gonna get them Animal Crossing you know like I just and maybe that's the case but I, I feel like it's more likely that in their mind this this is a way to you know like negate thing negate certain um, exploitations. I of the really game. really really don't see why they care so much. I genuinely, I always fail to see why they are so weird about when it comes to Animal Crossing saves. They were always so weird when you changed the clock. It was it's always like, so cares? bizarre. Mm-hmm. Just let people play how they want to play. Yeah. If they want to cheat and get things they shouldn't get, then fine. It's it seems like for it, themselves, but, you know. And, like, if you're going to do it with Pokemon and, like, use it to, like, clone Pokemon or something, it's like, who does that hurt, really? You know? Like, I don't know, dude. I... I just I feel like if you are a person who wants to time travel and manipulate the clock or whatever, like that's it's your God given right as an Animal Crossing player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I the one island thing. I think they're trying to stick to kind of a history of Animal Crossing of the concept being like you. You know, they went into the GameCube version, putting a little plaza there with four houses so four people can move in and the place can be shared. Um, Wild World, the everybody moved into the same house, like you shared the house Which together. Is so weird. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it's bizarre. Um, city folks separated the houses again. And then New Leaf it really felt like the most, I guess, um, independent game where it's more solitary in nature because like there's there aren't preset houses that people move into it's just like you move in and you place your house wherever and it's like nobody else even exists there so it it feels weird for them to kind of go away from that and with this one and kind of go back to that idea of like oh no we want people to live together um, whereas, it, and I feel like that whole thing complicates whatever is going on with the saves because each profile is logging into the same island. And I really think that whatever, I guess, technically is making that happen is really what's keeping them from being able to transfer save data or back it up in a way that's, you know, already established. That was my guess too, that that's the reason the, the cloud service just doesn't work. Um, yeah. Because it's it's one save that's probably being used for multiple profiles. Uh, it's good to know that they have got a system that's coming, um, but I'm going to be scared, scared senseless in the meantime that my Until island then. could potentially just be wiped clean if my Switch <laughs> gets damaged in any way. Yeah. Have either of you ordered that New Horizon Switch? No, I I'm really so want it. I really want oh, so it, I'm but the yeah, only. <laughs> my 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 uh, my partner is just like, we do not need another switch. Are you kidding me? Like, she's like, yours works perfectly fine. It's like this isn't even a Switch Pro. It's like, mm. God, I know you're right, but I still want it. <laughs> do you just have the the one? Though? We have two. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that works out because I was like, I mean, it sounds like your Switch is not going to be yours anymore after <laughs> this, though. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing, right? Like, if. If that was the case, 
then I would easily just be like, oh, cool. I'll buy the new one, and I'll give Sarah my old one. I bought her one for her birthday, like, last year, so it's, you know. I can't I can't justify it, and it's killing me because I want it so bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm a chump. I'm getting them. You're not a chump. You're, you're like I, the Animal Crossing guy. You got to get it, you know? That's that's true, but you're also talking to a guy who spent like a hundred bucks on a single amiibo card. <laughs> well, I got some of these. So. Pixel sent them to me in a package. I think I still owe him some money. Sorry, Pixel, if you're listening. Let me know. But he sent me, <laughs> sent me some cards. I'm, oh, those are the Amiibo Festival yeah, ones. I, I kind of want to start think, collecting the cards. I think Pete got the uh, Amiibo from the Amiibo Festival game, and I got the. Card. I do. I have is I have one of the four Isabels he must have got. <laughs> yeah, it comes with about five Amiibo and a really nice uh, coaster for your cups. Oh wow! See, I would love that. No, it's it's supposed to be a game disc, but it's just. Oh, oh yeah, cups. see, yeah, yeah. He's got a nice mirror on the back. <laughs> so, you know, I, this is this has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. But ever since we were we were talking about one of the more the older games, I was looking up Animal Forest carts on eBay, and I found one that claims that it's in English. There, there are um, ROM like uh, it's a ROM hack one. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's it's a translate fan translation and a repro cut. Oh, dude, I kind of want to get it. It looks cool because I think it's of it. the E plus version, um, which is by far the superior version of uh, the original game. Came out probably. I think it's E+. It was the final version that went to Japan, and that one actually was a precursor for a lot of cool things that we didn't see till later on. Like, they had the ability to decorate the town a little bit with the public oh, works cool. types of projects. Um, but yeah, that one also has a lot of villagers that are only in that game. Like, they haven't returned. Wow. I did not know that. That's really cool. <laughs> I gotta stop looking at this. I'm yeah. gonna... I'm gonna... I just wanna buy all this crap. <laughs> <laughs> Just have an entire Animal Crossing shrine. But I'll say I did I did get the, the console and I'm excited about it because I just have the one switch and I'm really hoping to get my partner into Animal Crossing this time around. Um, funny enough, she's only played uh, Pocket Camp okay. thus far and we had really terrible phones. So it made that experience very oh. sluggish. <laughs> it was not a good way to play that game at all. Um but yeah, I also wanted a second dock too, and a longer battery life switch. So it's all just it, it works out. It's all coming perfectly. up, Chewy. <laughs> Are you still playing Pocket Camp? Uh, n- I've honestly kept up with it for the most part, but the last like two weeks, I've dropped off pretty hard. <laughs> you need to get back in it. You won't get a special item when, uh, when the game. I, I mean, I've. Yeah, I did. I played the last kind of fishing tourney and I got some of the items and then I was kind of bummed I didn't get the rest of them. And so that made it easier mm-hmm. for me to just walk away from the game. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't realize that the Animal Crossing Switch in America doesn't come with the game. In the UK, we get it with uh, a digital download. Yeah, I'm glad it doesn't mm. because I already bought the digital version and i wanted a physical version as well so having that option is nice for me so i I, i'm definitely how does it work in the uk we get it bundled and you get a code to download the um animal crossing game oh you don't actually get a card no no we do 
No, you don't get a co-op with the console at all. You don't get any it's or a code, the, oh, so you just get a themed okay, console. Okay, okay. Which I, I think is better. It's cheaper, so you get it for three hundred dollars here, it's three hundred and twenty nine pounds. And I would prefer to have a cartridge of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the mysteries, too, with kind of how the save files work, because sure, you can have another profile that can download all the same games on a different switch. But now that we know the cloud saves don't transfer over anything, like how will that digital copy of New Horizons work on a second console? It, it, it feels like, it, it won't, I don't know, I guess. some weird void. Yeah, yeah I don't think it'll, it will. Huh. Yeah, that's gonna it's going to be really interesting to see how that all plays out. They, they've really, like, created such a weird narrative of how these saves work. <laughs> Nobody makes uh, the internet more complicated than Nintendo. But all right, we, yeah. we got to jump into these questions or we're not – there's no way we're going to get through them. And there's already very little chance we're going to get through all of them. So uh, no, let's, I'm going to – There's definitely very little chance because, you know, I, I'm looking at the time and I'm thinking, oh, shit, I really need to go to sleep at some yeah, point Yeah, well, keep, today. Keep, keep wasting time, all right? Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. that. That's, yeah. that's, how, that's, right. that's how we're never going to answer <laughs> Sobe's questions. Yeah, no, no way. <laughs> um, so, okay, uh, there's, there's a whole – all right, listen. We're going to – we're just going to jump into it. Let's do it. All right. We're going to start with the Sobeys question. Right, quick, quick fire. Quick fire on Pete. Hey there, Pete, Steve, and Jack. JK, Jack's not here. Uh, hope you're all doing well and recovering from this awesome or awful Animal Crossing Direct. Here are my questions for this week. Now that Nintendo chose to do an Animal Crossing Direct first, are we still getting a February Direct, or do you think it's going to be in March now? There's no way we're going to get another Direct in February. No, Month's almost not. over. But I'm taking this moment to brag about the fact that when we said what we thought the next direct was. You and Pixel both said, oh, it's not going to be Animal Crossing. What else have they got to say about You were Animal totally Crossing? right. What, what totally else right. is there to say? There, well, <laughs> apparently a lot. 30 minutes. So worth. much. Yeah. Uh, did this Animal Crossing direct make you more or less excited for the game and why? Way more because they showed way more stuff. It's funny. I wouldn't <laughs> say that it made me more or less excited. I was already really excited like... The, no, like it was no, awesome. No. I was glad to get it. I enjoyed the direct a hell of a lot. But like, I don't think I can be any more excited for a new Animal Crossing than I kind of already am right now. Like, I'm so ready for this game. Yeah, it's hard to be more excited than the most excited <laughs> you can be. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm still at the same spot. I've bought it. It's on my Switch, and I feel good about that. See, <laughs> the, the only thing that would have got you more excited, P, is if Wyatt showed up as a villager. Right. No, like get out of here. Let's get some more, get some more Fire Emblem crossovers in. Yeah. Can I say something about that? I am probably one of the only people in the world who's just like, make all of the new Smash characters Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> I really love, I love Fire Emblem. I've been a fan for a long time and I'm just like, you know what? Give me a Smash that's just Fire Emblem and I'd be happy. Okay. The people have spoken to you. <laughs> Uh, third question: After this pink Switch Lite, what bland color would you like to see added next to the Switch Lite lineup? Oh, get out of here, Sobe! I love that coral color. Yeah, the that's like one of the coolest ones. That <laughs> yeah. and the yellow one are if, awesome. If I get a Switch Lite, which I've seriously been considering, that's the color I'm getting. Coral, yeah, it's gorgeous. Why would you get a Switch Lite? I hate Lite them though? all. I hate them all because they all look amazing, yeah. and uh -huh. I feel like you can't just get one. I feel like you need to like get the whole set now. <laughs> Once you pop, the fun don't stop. Well, I think if we're gonna do colors, I either want like uh, an, an original Game Boy theme one, 
where it's like the grey colour they did for the Pokemon one with like those those pink buttons. Oh god, that yeah. was so nice. Mm. Or I want <laughs> um like Game Boy Pockets or like N sixty four fantastic style transparent plastics. Yes, yes, that would be yes. awesome. <laughs> uh, I would love to see one in orange, like a hot yeah, orange. orange would be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they kind of did that. So you're on like the spice orange they did for the um the Joy-Con. The Joy-Con, the that GameCube. color, yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be awesome. Or that classic GameCube purple would yeah. be cool too. Uh okay. Last but not not least, I want to express the wish for Pete to try to speak in a British accent. Best your loyal Potsetta Sobi. Try again next week, bud. We don't have time. All right. So <laughs> let's jump into the stuff over on the Discord. Again, I hope you'll come join us on the Discord. Oh, and to plug the email, uh, it's Pete at Lupots.com. These are the ways that you can write into the show and get your thoughts right on the air. Usually I'm better at plugging that, but we got to go. All right. So this one comes from Ram. Uh, number one, who is your favorite animal resident? It's Bob. Bob is the best there's ever been, the best there ever will be. And I would love to point out my very good friend, Laura, she told me today that she bought me a Bob keychain, which has the the NFC chip inside it so I can scan oh, him day one and put him on my island. Well, unless and he's I'm not so there. Stoked. Did you see they scanned some, they scanned one and I can't remember who it was and it said it was he's, not available. he's not available at the moment. That's and for the coming, Amiibo. He's coming later. I was like, That's what? for the Amiibo. Yeah, well, so I think <laughs> I'm all right. He might not be there. That's what I'm saying. He might not be there. I think I saw Bob in, in this recent direct though he was so. in this direct yeah 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 he was there. Safe. he's chilling <laughs> my man is all about that island life usually i guess i don't pick favorites too often but this one i decided i want pearl um she's this little calico cat i've had her once in my gamecube town and it's spelled like purring like oh. p-u-r-r-l um because you know every name in english is a pun for the animals um but yeah pearl she she's cute i i think i saw her this one and i was like all right i've decided which villager i would want to oh i remember her yeah <laughs> nice cool what about you steve I, I don't really have a favorite i'm looking through the list from new leaf at the moment and trying to pick one but um no i i really don't have a favorite whatsoever okay um <laughs> there was one was there one in the gamecube game and you used to be able to draw a face on them yeah oh, yeah yeah it's blanca she was cool. Um, I wouldn't mind her. Yeah. God, I forgot about her. Has she been in any of the other ones? She's in New Leaf, right? Um, yeah, she is. She shows up during April Fools, but unfortunately, you don't get to draw a face on her, which was the best because what? if you ever tried drawing a face on her, and it, it just comes out a monster. It was it's horrendous. Amazing. Yeah, with the game, so it was awful. <laughs> It just looks consistently bad from everybody. <laughs> Chief's pretty cool, the wolf dude. I like oh, him. I like Chief. Yeah. yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's a good one. I always liked Ed to the horse. Uh, okay, so do you think there's any limits to how much land you can take away or add to your island? Yes, there, there will be limits. I don't know what it is, but yeah, there has to be. There has to be a limit, right? But I don't think it'll... I think I it'll imagine be... certain, certain zones, like it won't be around... All of the buildings, for some example. of the shops and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think you're gonna have a lot, a lot of control, but I, I think there'll be limitations that will make it so you can't like break the game. Yeah, I'm sure the first thing people are gonna experiment with is probably the river and just rearranging yeah. how that goes. And we're probably pretty quickly gonna see like what we can and can't do 
with that. But yeah, all that stuff's always pretty limited. There's some weird rules in the Animal Crossing world. Um, I don't know if you all have seen, there's this really great Twitter thread of somebody kind of tracking the rules to letter writing in the first game. <laughs> and it, it, it's bizarre just to know that there's something programmed in there to determine whether or not you can do something. <laughs> All right, so this next one comes from that doc guy who's one of our Patreon supporters over on patreon.com slash Lupots, who's under the tombstone. <laughs> it's a shared tombstone. Judging by the characters we've seen, we've seen a replacement for Chip, who was the beaver who did the fishing tourney. We've seen a replacement mm. for Joan. Very sad because every, Rest in peace, I guess. Joan. Yeah, every conversation you start with her is like, I've been selling turnips for 80 years, and she's probably <laughs> about 150 at this point. Um, so she, she's in there, too. Um, and then, of course, Nat, who used to catch bugs, he unfortunately choked on one. So Good God. <laughs> Rest in peace, everyone. Uh, and this, I thought and probably was... Tortimer. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I was thinking that, yeah, for sure. I think I think there's somebody who brought that up in the, the Twitter thread. Uh, and then Cronius, uh, who's one of the regulars on our Discord, said the real Tom Nook is buried there. <laughs> <laughs> so for context, if you guys didn't see, there's a there's a tombstone in one of the screenshots that's making the rounds. If you go to our Discord, it's in the podcast channel, so go check it out. Uh, all right, so jumping over to Twitter, I threw up a thread, and Chewy retweeted it, and Jesus, did you guys deliver. Uh, so hey, let's, hold let's on, get... I just want to ask one quick question. Uh, what's the deal with Isabel being so popular? I don't get it. Everyone loves Isabel. She's why? adorable. No, nah. she's adorable. I don't get it. Well, and why was it? Su- why was it a surprise that she was there as well? Like as if, like, yeah, she went to Smash and she was never going to come back from that job. <laughs> like, she's here. I think it's because Doom asked if she was going to be there. That too. Oh, that was okay. so funny. I love the fact that everyone decided that the Doom guy and Isabel are <laughs> best friends, and that whoever runs Doom's Twitter just leaned into it. Oh my God! God bless him. There was a scene where somebody was typing on a letter and it started saying hello, but somebody just screen capped the part where it said hell. (laughs) And they were like, I love the Doom reference in this game. My my favorite was uh, Alana Pierce was um, going in deep with that ninja tweet that he he posted about how... um, About uh, esports? Yeah, you know, if you you say uh, it's just a game. (laughs) oh <laughs> uh, yeah anyway uh so jumping into our thread and then i'll go over to chewy's retweet where there's a bunch of other uh stuff too the first one came from uh trendy brendy who's uh, a, a regular in the community and uh he asked are you guys preparing your town flag and patterns ahead of time in new leaf i sure am here's some hollow Knight patterns i made that pixel might like as well as my own town flag so i actually went and retweeted that from the um from the account, so if you want to go get yourself a awesome Hollow Knight uh, pattern, there are four of them. Go check it out. I'm actually just preparing to ask him to do me a flag design because I'm going to suck at drawing one. Yeah, I can't, I can't so, do that. So, so, I just need to get someone else to do all the Somebody in the community has got to make – oh, can somebody <laughs> make the loot pot symbol? Can somebody make that for us, please? Because I would oh, love that know, to be the flag. Pixel's going to be amazing at it. Have you seen like, oh, yeah, he the comic it. they He's did great. today? Perfect. <laughs> All right, so this one comes from Roberto. Uh, this is the first time an AC game has terrain modifications. How will this impact the gameplay? I hope this will be a great feature that you that can make you personalize the whole experience even more customizable than furniture. Was um, that English? Or did I, you just read it so badly? No, it was 50-50. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> you don't need to call people out like that. So, no, no, uh, I genuinely, what was the question? I, I sorry. It's okay. It says this is the first time an AC game has train modifications. How will this impact the gameplay? I hope this will be a great feature that can make you personalize the whole experience even more than customizable furniture. Yeah, it was the way you read it. Okay, fine. So I'm an idiot. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> How does this impact gameplay? Uh, quite a bit, right? I mean, obviously the public works gave you control over the town, but this lets you like do everything from the ground up. And like we saw in this direct, like some really highly customizable like areas of the island, you know? So um, yeah, I mean, this changes everything, I think. I quite like the fact that you could lay down specific zones that were you would allow villagers to come and move into as well um mm-hmm. and it wasn't that they could just go anywhere it was you're gonna go here and then you can build around them which was always which was really cool as well yeah i'm thinking i'm gonna do like a commerce area and then like a residential area and then like have parts of it that are like left to be natural you know and like <laughs> really try to like get into the layout of my town yeah, there's, there's so much going on with it. And when I look at it, I think really awesome. This looks great. But when I think about me doing it, I'm a little bit overwhelmed. Same. Just because <laughs> there, this is a lot more than we've been able to do before. And I, I always tell people, like, Animal Crossing's kind of the only, like, sandboxy, I guess I call them Lego games because it's really like somebody gives you a box <laughs> of Legos and you can build whatever you want. And Animal Crossing tends to be the one that, it just works with me um, because other things like there's just so much freedom and I get stuck in that where I'm like, oh, I can do anything, which means am I going to do nothing because I can't decide on anything yeah. <laughs> either. Um, but I do. I, I, I appreciate it for sure, because like you I feel like you mentioned this earlier, but like there's always just that one feature where you're like, can you just move a little bit to the left or can you not be there? Um, I think that'll make uh, that's a good entryway for me where I'm just like this part of the land I don't need it here I'm gonna get rid of it and just do something different mm-hmm. well I I also think uh, well I know you're not gonna get all of the tools right from the beginning so you've got that kind of curve to learn the game get used to it and then when you're ready you can get your permit and you can go and develop the land so it's not going to be, oh, shit, I've got all the tools, I can terraform, I can do, uh, I can build bridges and construct things and do all of this and make it, how it look like how I want. And then on top of that, I've got everything else that comes with Animal Crossing. It's going to be a case that you get used to the game and then when you're ready, you can make it how you want it to be. Yeah, and I think Animal Crossing's always done a pretty good job of teaching you things, like, little by little rather than just, like, dropping you in totally. So, like, it, it seems like it's going to be pacing a while that'll in a way that will make it digestible i hope anyway yeah definitely uh so this next one comes from ac fan what looks like it needs more development before release i don't really feel like anything like stuck out to me as like looking like it was rough you know like i think it looks solid the music that we've heard so far is good um i'm obviously excited about all the new gameplay stuff i noticed one thing 
Um, there, the, well, there were a couple things. One thing that I didn't notice and one thing that I did notice. And basically, there was this one shot that was kind of looking up toward the sky, but there's a bug sitting on a flower. And it's like clearly like a good inch above the flower, just kind of floating <laughs> above it. Um, so there's still a few items that I think look like they're just floating there. Like it's a texture on a texture. It's not really like interacting with yeah. each other. Um, and then the other thing that I just felt was missing because I've played every game, the Happy Home Designer introduced ceiling items, items that you could like hang from the ceiling, be it like fans or ribbons and streamers and like potted plants and stuff. I didn't see mm-hmm. a single one of those in in the game. Yeah, somebody called that out actually. This was uh, from Bozy Bear. It says, from what we've seen, is there anything else you want to know about diving, ceiling decorations, etc.? Yeah, that that is an interesting one. Is you, you know, I would be surprised if they took that functionality out, you know. But you'd also think we would have seen it at, at least in one of the designs if it was the case. So who's to say? Yeah, and diving is a really good one to point out because I I've been saying this whole time. Like if I go to an island, probably the number one thing I'm gonna do is swim. Yeah, or <laughs> it's dive. an island. <laughs> I'm gonna spend some time in the water, you know. And so it seems strange that. We haven't seen that at all. It's just like, are we going to be able to catch things underwater again? Or, it, But to be fair, like that feature wasn't too much fun in New Leaf. Like I found myself kind of gritting my teeth while I did it because of all the button mashing that you have to do to actually swim. Sure. Yeah, I never really did it much either. I didn't like it. Yeah. It wasn't great, but I did like the collectibles. Uh, I'm always about the collecting aspect. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of new things to do in that realm now, so maybe we just don't need that anymore. Uh, This one comes from Ethan slash Ethatron. Do you reckon our cousin Crazy Red will be in New Horizons? I mention him specifically because it appears that the museum no longer has a section for art of any kind. Therefore, I assume paintings and statues will be used as decorative items now. I don't know. Yeah, I, I noticed that there only appeared to be three doors you know for the museum which fossils bugs fish so maybe that's the case i would be surprised if we didn't see red at some capacity yeah i mean he didn't really start out as like an art thief kind of character too like he just started out as a regular old thief ripping you off so um he ran the black market in the first game where you just like he brought wares that you couldn't find too easily and he jacked up the prices and just sold them for as much as he could and i could see him coming back at that capacity again yeah which i would personally like because it had a lot of fun character to it his uh, market his tent had black crossed out of it and so it just said market (laughs) (laughs) that's cool yeah i I always liked the original portrayal of red Mm mm-hmm uh, okay, so this one comes from Pokemon fan Jax. Do you have a plan for how you want your late game town to look already with the new terraforming mechanic? Yeah, I think I said, like, I'm thinking, like, I want to kind of, like, have a natural section, a commerce section, and, like, a residential area. You know, like, I'll put the houses in one section. I'd love to have, like, an orchard and, like, a park, you know, and, like, some stuff like that. 
I'm overwhelmed by it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like seeing that all happen, I it just like changed whatever I thought I was going to do. But maybe it's making it more accurate because I think just the other day I was thinking, you know what, we're probably going to be able to see a few maps before we pick one where we want to live. I'm probably going to go with the one that has the biggest second tier because I like, I, I grew up in a little mountain town, so I always really like the mountain aesthetic mm -hmm. of Animal Crossing a lot. So now that I know, I probably just basically have a lot of control over how large that area is. I think I'm going to make a second tier that's pretty big just to get a nice big mountain growing. <laughs> That'll be cool. So there's a ton of questions here that we've already kind of touched on. So if I like didn't call out your name or whatever, like, you know, thanks for writing in. But um, some of it we've already touched on and I want to get some of the new stuff. Uh, this one comes from Joy Haynes. Are you concerned about the island not offering enough space regarding all the new customization options? Do you consider the ability to expand the island realistic? I am a little concerned about the size, but I don't think it'll be a problem. I'm sure they have that thought of that. And I don't think we'll be able to expand the island. I, I don't think you can have a feel of how big those islands are until you've had a chance to walk around it. Yes. Um, yeah. There's, there's, no, there's no way you can kind of know. It looks small in like a, a little square picture that you had to select right at the beginning when you chose which package you wanted. But I think when you're on it, it's probably going to feel pretty vast compared to some of the other games. Uh, I do yeah. think you'll be able to expand it in the future. I think ultimately they will allow you to maybe move to a new island or do something else. You've got the, the ability to go off and explore on those explorations to other islands and you can go and gather resources and things. So I think there's going to be enough um, enough room at the beginning for at least what they've offered. Yeah, I, I, I lean more toward we're going to be able to expand just because I, I don't know if I've ever seen Tom Nook say, okay, you're done giving me money. Um, I feel like he's <laughs> always asking for more. <laughs> so um, I expect just from that character, since he's in charge of selling you the island in the first place, he's probably going to have some services there to, um, to make it bigger but i will say uh looking at the grid because we got a much better look at the grid this time around it yeah. looks like they're using the squares in a similar i guess it looks like about the population growing gamecube size which funny enough has been the largest map so far um but once again like you can't really tell until you play that measurement has always been made from people just putting down items and seeing how many squares long a space is. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know how we're going to be able to compare it to previous maps until we actually play the game. This one comes from Caroline. Uh, now that we can terraform our islands late game, will you be picky when choosing a map? And will you go for a developed look or keep the deserted island camping vibes? I'm definitely going to develop look. I don't think I'm going to be picky. I, to be honest, I see myself picking the wrong island at the beginning. I'm going to probably, go in with yeah. the good intentions, <laughs> and then I'm going to get probably 20, 30 hours into the game, and I'm going to get, ah, I wish I picked a different one. Um, but <laughs> thankfully, I can modify it in some capacity. Um, but I'm definitely going to go for a developed look. I kind of, it's kind of similar to the question that we had before, but I want like a, a town square style thing and like everything branching off of that. And it's like one central place where everyone goes to like shops and like commercial and stuff like that, which I guess similar to you, Pete. But then yeah. I do kind of want some like suburb areas and like a little countryside <laughs> area. So I'm looking forward to it.
<laughs> yeah, I thought honestly I was gonna be picky up until I saw the terraforming. I was already yeah, telling right? people <laughs> I'm gonna reset this a million times, kind of see all the different layouts we have, figure out what I want from my town. But now it's just like I feel like we're we can just delete anything at any time and build up anything wherever we want. So now I'm pretty sure I'm going to stick to whatever the first island I get is. And hopefully I don't get pairs because then I'll, I'll reset. <laughs> uh, okay. So this one comes from hella blue. The villagers start in tents too. I'm wondering how they upgrade to a house. Do we choose? Do they? So many questions. What do you think? I love it. I am so glad that we're not the only ones in debt to Tom Nook anymore. <laughs> 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 because, you know, you you start out Animal Crossing and you start out in some tent or some real rundown house. And then you see all your little villagers in this like decked out place. And you're just like, wait a second. Like, how long have you been here? What What do you do for work? Because I don't see you getting <laughs> getting a job from Tom Nook to pay for this stuff. So... I don't know. I, I'm really excited about it because it, it just brings that different feel to the Islanders, too. Because, you know, you, you get attached to the characters as you play, but like knowing that they're in the same situation as you and they're also growing with you as the island grows and everything happens, you're it's just going to make you feel a lot more connected to them overall. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this next one comes from Janice Pickett. Uh, what do you think about the free updates when holidays come up? It really hinders the concept of time traveling in AC. So I think um, we talked about the whole time traveling hindering thing. I think it's lame that they're forcing people to you know, um, not have that option. But in terms of the free updates, I think that's awesome because I love the idea of them supporting Animal Crossing post-release and the idea that like – if you are a kind of person like it sounds like the three of us are who play the game for, you know, months or years, I would love for when I do like Halloween in 2020 to be different than when I do it in 2021. You know, like I would love for there to be new items that come out during the holiday seasons and all that stuff like that. Being able to update it in the same way that they do Pocket Camp with like events that get new items into the game is really exciting to me. Well, I think it encourages you to play. If you know that there's an item that's potentially going to go away and you can never get it again unless you get it at that specific time. And like you said, if it's like a, a 2020 item that's never going to come back for 2021, it's going to encourage you to go. And it kind of gives you bragging rights among your friends. Like, oh, you come to my island, you come around to my house. Oh, wow, they've got the Look at this 2020 <laughs> jack-o'-lantern and I'm stuck with just the this one. Absolutely. That makes it hard because I've always looked at Animal Crossing as like a 12 year game, um, mostly sure. because at the end of each year, you'll get like a Zodiac kind of doll um, that goes in your town or home rather. Um, but I, to me, them doing updates to put in holidays tells me that they're not getting rid of time travel. And at first I thought it solidified that they were, but I think what they're trying to avoid here is, I think one of the biggest concerns I see in the community is seeing the events get spoiled. Like a lot of people don't want to know, oh, that that's what happens on Halloween or, um, you know, or Thanksgiving or any of the other holidays. They want to kind of avoid getting that spoiled. So them adding it over time, I think lets people play 
the game without having to worry about that. But it also says like, I think you're going to be able to adjust your clock. And maybe that's why they're adding them slowly, because they don't want people to just time travel to those dates and find out what happens, but rather have it become more of a live kind of event that everybody experiences at the same time. Because I feel that also starts a conversation with people that's saying, like, oh, it's Halloween right now. What are you doing for that? Or have you gotten these items kind of thing? Like, it gets people talking to each other about what is going on in real time in Animal Crossing. Absolutely. Uh, so this one comes from Tab. What part of the of the New Horizons Direct surprised you the most? I think it was the museum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Um, yeah, it, it's a tie for me with like the museum and the terraforming because both of those things. That's are, true. Yeah. Are, <laughs> like the terraforming is just huge. But I think the biggest reaction out of me <laughs> when I was watching it was just the museum. I went crazy. Um, I was just like blown away by how good it is. It it just looks so yeah. good. Uh, this one comes from Jazz. Which characters are you hoping to have in your town? Are you planning to use amiibo cards to move in your dreamies? Um, definitely, yeah. As much as I can, like I'm already looking into like how I can figure out some way to use <laughs> the cards without paying for all of them. Hey, um, there's, a, a, there's an app on your phone that can fake amiibo. Boom! There we go. <laughs> yeah, but like Bob, <laughs> Olivia, uh, Kiki, Ed. Like, yeah, I got to get all my OG friends on this <laughs> island. I want to basically recreate my original Animal Crossing Towns cast and just bring them all in. I think that's awesome. I think more and more, I'm just like, I wouldn't mind having a lot of my original stuff for my first town. It'd, it'd mm-hmm. be nice. Um, but I'm also like, I also want to see some of the new characters and get to know those. Um, That's true, too. It's always really fun to see what the new animals bring to the, the game. So it, it's nice. It's nice to see new ones. Speaking of new ones, do you think we'll get a new character species? Honey asks. I, I think if we were, I feel like we might have seen it by now. Um, I think so, too. Yeah, so unfortunately, I don't think so at this point. I think we're probably just going to get more iterations of what's already there. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Similar question. This one comes from Bunners. I sound like a broken record, but do you think we will have unique eye colors like pink and the like? Uh, I would say (laughs) same kind of thing. I think if we were going to see that, we probably would have. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm going to say yes, because I feel like... Um, there are some contact lenses that you get in New Leaf where you can change your eye color to some extent. So I imagine they'll probably ha- keep that in to some, some similar kind of like yeah. uh, items that can let you like kind of cheat your way into it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, all right. We're coming up on our last couple here. Uh, this one comes from Islander T. What would your dream Animal Crossing merch that hasn't come out be? Okay, I don't need Dream Animal Crossing merch that hasn't come out. I want a set of cushions that have come out, but they're going to cost me £100. And I'm still in a bit <laughs> of weather. I want to spend £100 on a set of cushions for my house. And whether I'm just going to get a Tom Nook one. I really want... It. I really just want them to release the dock and Joy-Cons without the Switch. 
That would be my Animal Crossing merch. <laughs> That's a good choice. I know a guy at work who is just like, I just want the Joy-Con. If you ever see them yeah. available in some way, let me know. I'm getting them. <laughs> same, same, Chewy. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I see them pop up. I think I would just like to walk into like an Ikea and see just Animal Crossing inspired furniture there. <laughs> that would be cute. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to say like Animal Crossing on it or anything. It just has to look like it's from the game. Because I do have a couch here that's like pretty plaid and fun. And it just makes me think Animal Crossing every time I see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is going to be the last one. And it's I, I saved it for last because it was the most ridiculous question that was submitted. <laughs> uh, this one comes from Napping Rat. Who says, Nook as an overly praised CEO of Nook Inc. who takes too much credit for successes. Are they benevolent and a net positive for the community? Or are there darker motivations that the game will hint at over the course of a couple years? Will we get the truth? (laughs) So here's my thing. I said this when I came on Haken, and I'm going to say it again. Tom Nook gets a bad rap. All right? He is the best landlord in the steve's making a face too he's the best (laughs) landlord in the world you show up maybe not in this game but at least historically you show up to this town sight unseen this man lets you move into his property and says you know what pay me back when you can yeah everyone looks acting like he's some slumlord he's never he's never come and broken your legs you don't have to pay him back if you never pay him back again he doesn't say a word about it in this game this guy decided Hey, that's an island. No one owns it. I'm having that for myself. And I'm going to sell dodgy holiday packages to it where people end up moving <laughs> onto the island. We're going to put them up in a tent and then we're going to charge them hundreds of thousands of bells to actually upgrade to a decent accommodation. That's oh, the so way what, I look at it. Did you just get a free house? Well, no, you shouldn't get a free house, but I've paid, paid good money to come on holiday to this desert island. You put me in a tent. <laughs> Where's my good accommodation? Where's the proper roof over my head? I've you're there to, you're there to terraform, bro. It is a little oh. fire festival for sure. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, fire it is festival. fire festival. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, okay. I'm, I'm with you though. I think Tom Nook, he, his intentions are always pretty good. Um, I mean, I don't know any landlords right, who, who say, pay me back whenever. Um, that'd be pretty nice, but... I don't think they're out there. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you think anyone else is going to give you that mortgage deal? It's insane. Mm, yeah. Do people still get those? Can people own homes? Is that a thing? <laughs> I, I've heard. I've heard about it. Only if you're over 30, I think. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I'm all, well, so we're almost there, Steve. We talk about it all the time. So does that mean we can get them then? You, well, maybe. We'll only, if, only if Tom's selling houses. <laughs> only if Tom... <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. He would hook you up. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the the uh, the mailbag section this week. Um, thanks again to everyone who wrote in. If we didn't get to your question, I'm sorry. Uh, or if your question was asked earlier, answered by someone else, apologies. Thanks for writing in either way. Uh, if you are a first-time listener here from, uh, from Chewy's Sphere, I hope you enjoyed the show. And I hope that you'll uh, subscribe, give us a like on your audio platform of choice. And uh, come join the uh, the Loot Pots community. Chewy's a member. He's here all the time. He's doing more stuff with us. So uh, I hope you'll come and uh, and join in on the fun. And come c- come give me some patterns, man. Come join the Discord. <laughs> and uh, hang out. Talk to us about uh, everything that's going on in the world of Animal Crossing. 
Uh, so before we bounce out of here, Chewy, why don't you plug your stuff? Yeah, I am Chewy plays Nintendo everywhere. I mostly play Nintendo, but lately it's just <laughs> Animal Crossing is all on my mind. So if you like Animal Crossing or want to learn more about it, I've got a podcast called Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. And yeah, I basically talk about it way too much. <laughs> Go check out the episode that I was on. It was good. Uh, okay, so I have to plug all our stuff one more time. So go visit us at loopots.com if you want to check out our news or reviews. Head over to YouTube or Twitch if you want to get some of our multimedia content. Uh, again, subscribe to the show. Write in all the ways that I said. Pete at loopots.com. Join the Discord. Hit us up on Twitter when you throw up our weekly thread. All that fun stuff. Uh, bounce over to patreon.com slash loopots if you want to help us keep the mics on and support us at that $5 level to get access to our weekly patron-exclusive show, After Dark. It posts every Tuesday. It is ridiculous, and we talk about everything under the sun. So go and check it out. And uh, enjoy your sport. We appreciate you being here. We'll catch you next time for another episode of the podcast.